What are we looking at tonight? We're looking at approaching Elohim's throne of grace with confidence. We want to come before the Father with confidence in Him. We really want to press in from a place of prayer and just really get to the place where we see victory in Messiah. You know, many of you who have been joining with us uh, day after day as we've been broadcasting over the last few months, one of the the key uh, things that I like to put across is the importance that we are not walking in religion, but we are serving in a place of relationship. We are pressing in with Yeshua. It's all about relationship. It is not about um, uh, religion. Hallelujah. There's my mom joining us from Moody's Burn, Glasgow. Thanks for joining, mom. Good to see you. Hallelujah. So what we're going to do tonight is we're just going to press in and talk about um, the importance of communication with the Father. And one of the scriptures that really blesses me, um, and that is that it is so important that we can come into his presence with confidence. And uh, as I was thinking about prayer tonight and really pressing in, Hebrews chapter 4 just came to mind. Obviously, one of uh, the scriptures that says in verse 12, it says, For the word of Elohim, the word of God, is living and active. It's sharper than a double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. Nothing in all creation is hidden from Elohim's sight. Everything is uncovered and laid bare before the eyes of him to whom we must give an account. Hallelujah. So this is the foundation from where we stand and the importance of what it truly means to walk with him. We are not in religion, it's relationship. And what's the key thing about walking in relationship? It's about trust. It's about fellowship. It's walking together. It is to be known and it's also to know. So we want to know you, Yeshua, and we want to make you known. Hallelujah. So verse 16, it says, Let us then approach the throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. Tonight, what we want to see is we want to see the victory in Yeshua um, bringing transformation to our lives. That's what we want to see. Hallelujah. All right. Um, we've got, uh, we haven't got all the feeds coming through. We had this problem yesterday as well. My personal Facebook feeds are not coming through. I'm just not seeing them coming up, but they are coming up on Bulldozer Faith. So, hi, B. Welcome from Texas. Uh, we've got Sandy from Iowa. Good to have you. Um, we've got Julianne, uh, who is in Wisconsin. Excellent. Uh, thanks for joining. So you're not coming up in my feeds uh, on that there, but uh, that happened last night as well. I wonder why that is happening. Anyway, I'll try and get that sorted uh, for the next time, uh, but I'll keep two windows open from time to time so I can see your feeds. Excellent. So anyway, so what we're talking tonight is we are talking about coming into his presence with confidence, being in relationship, being in communication. This is what prayer is all about. Look, this is my encouragement to you. Don't do anything in your life without laying 
the foundation of prayer, about pressing in so we can receive the answer. So anyway, let's come to the place of prayer right now, and then we're going to delve into the Word and just share the Scriptures and testimony tonight. Father, we thank you. It is not by might nor by power, but it's by the Ruach HaKodesh. It's by your Holy Spirit. Father, we thank you for the Word And we thank you that you have called us to walk with you. You have called us to know you. We thank you for relationship. I thank you, Father, that we serve a living God, that we are not walking just with religious practices to try and make us better. No, we are in a personal relationship with Yeshua, the Messiah. And we pray tonight as we press in, we pray, Father, that you will open our eyes, that you will minister to us We pray as well that we will receive answered prayer tonight. We want to shout the victory that you are Elohim. You are a God who answers our prayers. And we can have confidence in you that we can approach your throne with confidence that we are are not just going to sit back and uh, and be afraid to ask of you. But, Father, we want to know you and we want to make you known. So we pray, Father, for this time together that you will be in charge of the words that are spoken, the comments that go forth, that we can be a blessing to each other today and see your kingdom come and your will done in Yeshua's name. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay, we've got Lola joining as well on Facebook. Also, Russell in Liverpool. Good to see you. Good to see you both. Thanks for joining with us. Hallelujah. All right. So, what we're going to do today is we're just going to press in. And, you know, we want to get to that place where we become effective in prayer. Now, what do we see when we talk about faith, when we talk about growing in Him? Every single uh, thing that we have been discussing over the weeks is all about relationship. That's the key of what we want to see. So, you know, you can learn what the Scripture says about faith. You can learn what the Scripture says on many topics that we have been going through, you know, how to overcome in our lives. But the foundation to bring in transformation in our walk is to know how to communicate. So what is the importance of communicating with Yahovah? It's coming to the place where, number one, we believe. I am born of the Spirit. Is that your testimony? Are you born again? Have you received Yeshua as your Savior? Are you walking with the Messiah? If you are walking with the Messiah, then you have a right to communicate with him. And why do I say that? Let me just put a pause in there. Yesterday, you know, we we couldn't get through what we're talking about yesterday without going to the book of John. And we talked about the importance of remaining. Um, you know, yesterday we were talking about uh, restoration, our three-part series, um, where we're just going through the importance of he restores our soul, that he will renovate, he will take us back, that, that repentance is not something you do just when you get saved. Repentance becomes a lifestyle. We want to be right standing before the Father. So we want to see the the restoration 
of God within our lives. He will take us back to who he has called us to be. But we also shared yesterday on the importance that when the Father is doing a a restoration work within your life, he's not putting you back to what you should be. He's taking you beyond. So God's restoration is beyond anything that man can give you. You were not just restoring to the original, but the Father, he takes us beyond. Why does he do that? Because he wants to demonstrate that his workmanship is more incredible than anything we could ever imagine. So what we talked about is remaining in him. And uh, in John chapter 15 and verse 14 and 15, there's a couple of key verses that I just want to uh, share. In fact, let's just read from verse 9. As the Father has loved me, this is John chapter 15, verse 9, so I have loved you. Now remain in my love. If you obey my commands, you will remain in my love. So here's the key to understand remaining in his love. Yesterday we talked about Exodus chapter 20. That's the giving of the commandments where the Father spoke the commandments over the people. And, you know, what are the commandments? They are the ketubah. They are the conditions of marriage. So it's not just... Here's some good things to follow. No, this is all about the marriage that's taking place in Exodus chapter 20. If you obey my commandments, you will remain in my Father's love. Now, I love this. What is it saying? Is Yeshua's commandments any different from the Father's commandments? The answer is no. Love the Lord thy God and serve him only. Love your neighbor as yourself. These are the condensing of the first five and the and the the last five of the commandments. Love Yahovah. How are we responding to the Father? And how are we responding to others? That is what the commandments are all about. It's the kaduba, the conditions of marriage. So if you obey my commandments, you will remain in my love. And that includes the Sabbath. So if you're listening right now, and you're you're not keeping the Sabbath on the the seventh day, if you're not resting on that Saturday, on the Sabbath day, you know, we've got to get in order. We've got to get in line. Why? Because Yeshua tested the children of Israel with keeping the Sabbath when they came out of Egypt. They weren't keeping the Sabbath in Egypt. And when they came out of Egypt, he was restoring the Sabbath before them. Hallelujah. So we are called to remain in his love if we keep his commandments. Verse 11, I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no uh, has no one than this, than to lay his life down for his friends. You are my friends if you do what I command. I no longer call you servants because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends for everything that I have learned from my father, I've made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you to go and bear fruit, fruit that will last Then the Father will give you whatever you ask for in my name. This is my command, love each other. 
Hallelujah. So what are we dealing with at the beginning? We're dealing with if you obey my commands, my love's going to be in you. And then if you get down to the bottom of this section, it says, you didn't choose me, but I chose you and appointed you to go and bear fruit. This is why we need communication. We need communication so that we can bear fruit and be shown to be the disciples of Yehovah. Hallelujah. Hold on a sec. My stream, scream. <laughs> My screen just double expanded there. And I just want to make sure that I can see uh, the different feeds that's going on here on the different channels. Excellent. Hallelujah. So what's awesome about this, it says... The Father will give you whatever you ask for in my name. This is my command, love each other. We need to be in communication. What are we praying for? Have you ever done an assessment on how your prayer life is? How's your prayer life? <laughs> you know, let's just take a moment and just pause and just ask the question. You know, when you get up in the morning, what are the key things that you're focused on? I like to get my teeth brushed. I like to get my cup of coffee. I like to get dressed and, you know, get into his presence. Some people like to be in their PJs. And, you know, I like to get up. I want to get up. I want to be alert. I want to be uh, focused in his presence, you know. You know, I'm not just, you know, going to sit there, you know, with my pillows in my bed. And, you know, for you, that might work for you, but that doesn't work for me. I want to get up and be alert and get focused on the scripture and press in to what the Father is saying. Hallelujah. So let's do an assessment. How is your prayer life? Uh, let's just look at what are the key things that we are bringing before the Father. You know, what are the things that we are talking to God about? It's important for us to be in communication, but what are you talking to the Father about? Are you pressing in to know Him more? And this is what I want to encourage you to do. As we look at prayer tonight, I want to encourage you in the place of prayer to approach his throne with confidence. Come on, let us then approach. But why? Let's go back to verse 14 of Hebrews chapter 4. Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has gone through the heavens, Yeshua, the son of Elohim, let us hold firmly to the faith we process. We profess, hallelujah, we profess faith in Messiah. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are, yet was without sin. Let us then approach the throne of grace with confidence, so that we may receive mercy and find grace, um, and find grace to help us in our time of need. Okay, so we're approaching, we're saying, Father, we want to come in the place of teshuvah, we want to come in the place of repentance. Father, if there's anything that we have outstanding before you, if we're not treating our brothers right, our sisters right, are we treating you right? Are we walking in your ways? Have we failed you? Let's bring these things before the Father. Why? Because we don't want hindrances within our prayer life. We want to make sure that we are walking in a way that we are obeying his commands, that the love of Yehovah is in us, and that we are, uh, we are loving each other as well. Then we know 
that the Father will give us whatever we ask for in prayer. You know, Mark chapter 11, let's just go there. Mark chapter 11, it's a scripture we shared on a number of weeks ago. Um, but uh, it's very important that we bring this up uh, concerning faith. You know, isn't it amazing how when we're dealing with uh, prayer, we're also talking about faith. Why? Because when we are praying, do we believe what we are praying? You know, when you come before him dealing with the needs within your life, do you believe that God hears you and that he wants to answer you? You know, I have I have confidence in God because I see signs and wonders and miracles. I see him answering prayer in so many areas in my life. And let me tell you, there's other areas where I'm in that place of waiting and I'm I'm waiting. I'm like, you know, I don't have the answer. You know, sometimes it takes days, weeks, months, years to see answers in certain areas of our life. You might be praying for a loved one to come to salvation and you've been pressing in for years. And what's the word for you tonight? Don't give up. You keep partitioning before the Father. You keep praying. Why? It is a miracle to see salvation come forth. It's miraculous. So who are you standing in the gap for? Who are you interceding for who is not yet saved? You're saying, Father, I'm standing on your promise. I want to see victory in prayer. I want to see salvation come to my husband, come to my wife, come to my son, my daughter, my grandkids. Whoever it is that the Father has placed on your heart to intercede, it's so important that we are actively involved in intercession for salvation for others. You know, we don't just come and say, well, thank you, Father, thank you for what you're doing in my life, but these are the things that I want to see blessed in my life. No, we also want to be um, uh, strategic in our time of prayer that we take time out to minister into the needs of others. I spend a lot of time in prayer praying for healing, praying for deliverance over the prayer requests that come in to our ministry. I take a lot of time where I just really press in uh, just to get hold of what the Father is saying and just to minister comfort and healing over those who are broken, over those that are experiencing uh, tough times, that the comfort of the Holy Spirit will minister. Hi, Rai. Good to see you from Illinois. Thanks for joining. We've got uh, Dee um, in uh, Louisiana. It's, it's Louisiana, isn't it, Dee? If I remember correctly. I might know that's Gary in Louisiana. Dee is, is in uh, Texas. Is that right? No, California. I can't remember where you are, but anyway, we've got Vicky as well. Just get, just tell us where you are, Dee. It'd be good to remember where you are. Sorry, I'm having a, one of those brain freezes at the moment. Yeah. Anyway, thanks for joining with us. It's great to have you uh, on board with us here today. So anyway, Mark chapter 11, we love this scripture. Verse 20, in the morning, as they went along, they saw the fig tree withered from the root. Peter reminded or remembered and said to Yeshua, Teacher, look, the fig tree you cursed has withered. And Yeshua responds, Have faith in Elohim. 
I tell you the truth, if anyone says to this mountain, go throw yourself into the sea and doesn't doubt in his heart and believes that what he says will happen, it will be done for him. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. And when you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive him so that your Father in heaven may forgive your sins. Hallelujah. And it's important that we emphasize on this latter part of what we are saying. Yeah, you know, speak to the mountain. Go throw yourself into the sea. It's not literally talking about, you know, getting in the ministry of throwing mountains into the sea all over the world. No, it's what's the mountains in your life? What are the things that are in front of you that's stopping you from moving forward, that's demanding so much effort that it's taking charge of all of your energy and it's taking you away from the journey. We speak to those mountains. Get out the way in Yeshua's name. We believe we are walking on the highway of Yehovah. We rise up in faith and we press forward because we believe that what we ask for in prayer will be done for us. But if you hold anything against another, you need to forgive them. Why? If you are in a place of unforgiveness, you've put yourself above the forgiveness of Elohim. And we've got to bring ourselves in line. We have got to humbly come before him so that we... ...the confidence on how we stand... Yeah, that's what we mentioned uh, at the, the first scripture in the book of Hebrews. But in Philippians chapter 4, it's another key verse that I want us to stand on today. Um, you know, it's about number 1, uh, verse 4, Rejoice in Yehovah always. I'll say again, rejoice. So in our time of prayer... In our time of relationship and fellowship, we are called to rejoice. Yeah, rejoice in Yehovah always. Now say it again, rejoice. No matter what you're going through, you've got that mountain before you, you're thinking, man, the energy I'm having to use to try and get on my journey. I'm going to rejoice even in the midst of this trial, even in the midst of what I'm, I'm facing Mountain, be removed in Yeshua's name. Come on, speak to that mountain. I believe that the Father is going to bust a way open for so many people. What do you need? Are you praying for that job? Are you praying for that opening? Are you praying for that health situation? Have you got a family member that is fighting for their life right now in the midst of this shutdown? <coughs> of COVID-19, then we speak supernatural healing right now that by the stripes of Yeshua, we proclaim healing. We stand in the gap of those who are in dire straits right now, who are facing health challenges, who are fighting for their life. We stand in the gap for them. You name them. You speak them out in Yeshua's name. You proclaim it. We rejoice over the word of Yahovah that is being sent forth. Let your gentleness be evident to all. Yahovah is near. God is near. You need to hear this right now. He is near. Stop praying like he's in the distance. 
Well, God, you know, I'm just calling out to you. I'm calling on your name. Let me tell you something. He is near. He is right here with us right now. He is with you right now. He knows what you are going through. Don't be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and petition with thanksgiving. So look, with prayers and petitions, don't be like, you know, a three-year-old child who's just uh, wah, 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 just going on and on and on. No, that's not how you're meant to bring forth prayer and petition. It's not to be like a toddler <coughs> trying to get his own way. No, we come with prayer and petition, with thanksgiving. We repent, re- we <laughs> we present our request to Elohim. So with thanksgiving. So what do we say? Father, I want to thank you. I thank you. This is the situation I'm in. And I, I thank you because I know that you're a God who answers prayer. I am not going to be uh, anxious I'm not going to be stressed out over this because I am bringing this before your throne. I'm coming before your throne and I'm asking you to minister and bring transformation within my life. With thanksgiving, I present my request before you. And the peace of Elohim, which transcends all understanding, will guard your heart and minds in Messiah. Yeah, it's important, you know, that, uh, that we are guarding our hearts and minds, dealing with the thought process of what's going on. Why? Because what does the devil want to do? He wants to scatter your brain. He wants you to be divided in yourself. A house divided against itself will fall. He doesn't want you to believe by faith that God is the God who answers prayer. He doesn't want you to believe that you can approach his throne. <laughs> Let's go back and read it. Come on. Hebrews chapter four sixteen. Let us then approach the throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. Now, the enemy doesn't want you to approach the throne like that. He wants you to come in in fear and trembling and in a mess that you can't cope. No, you've got to gather your thoughts. Come on gather your thoughts. You want to see victory in prayer? Then you have to start standing up in the authority that God has given you that when you do what? You take the sword of the Spirit, the very same portion, come on, let us therefore make every effort to enter the rest so that no one may fall by following their examples of disobedience. Let's not get into uh, disobedience by disobeying God and not walking in his commands. No, no. For the word of God is living and it's active and it's sharper than a double-edged sword. So we speak the word of God. We proclaim what? <coughs> it is written. That's how Yeshua conquered the enemy. I've got to take another drink. Hold on. It is written. <coughs> oh, yeah. I, I sneaked a little bit of chicken and the, the chicken tikka masala that Hannah is cooking upstairs, which I am looking forward to uh, eating after this. <coughs> it's kind of stuck in my throat. 
For the word of God is living, active, sharper than a double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul, spirit, and joint and marrow. Wow, you're talking about there's no area of your life that will be left unimpacted. <coughs> we want to proclaim the impact of God in our prayer life. We want to speak forth because that's what prayer is. It's communication. So sometimes we've got to go to battle. What are you dealing with? You know, I just want to share, uh, I won't share the whole thing, but um, a testimony that came in uh uh, from B, in fact, maybe I can't get hold of it right now. Um, anyway, B, I know she's joining with us tonight uh, on the, the feed here tonight. She just sent me a message just to share the testimony, how the father healed her. You know, she had an issue with her stomach for one and a half months. She was losing weight. She went into the ER on the 11th of March. And uh, she's been listening, following our broadcasts on YouTube and on Facebook. Anyway, one night she uh, mentioned what she was going through and asked for prayer for healing. That was the last day where she had any pain within her stomach. And she's walked in victory from that day to this day. I think that was over a month ago, if I remember correctly. Hallelujah. So anyway, praise Yehovah. He answers prayer. When we come together... From the position of prayer, when we stand together, we will experience the victory and the transforming power of the Holy Spirit. So, you know, we've got to get to that place where we are doing what? We are not anxious. You know, what are we doing? We, we, we are in the place of joy. We are rejoicing as we're bringing forth our requests before the Father. We rejoice. Hallelujah. We shout the victory that Yeshua is with us. And another verse on rejoicing in the midst of how we communicate, on how we pray. Listen, come on. I, this is my encouragement. Stop being downcast in the place of prayer. Start to move into a new dimension of prayer. Maybe you're already there. You know, am I preaching to the choir right now? But there might be someone who's listening right now. And we all need the encouragement. We all need the encouragement to rise up because, look, it's very easy for us just to get to the place where we stop pressing in. Why? It's so tiring when we are interceding. Uh, you know, sometimes I get so worn out in the place of intercession. I, I, I'm absolutely exhausted from being in prayer for hours and hours. It's tiring. So we need the encouragement. We need to be encouraged together. We need to rise up. Maybe you're feeling fatigue right now. You're pressed on all sides and you're like, yes, I'm praying. But right now, man, I'm just feeling like I'm going through it. And yes, we've talked on the Psalms how David says, you know, he speaks to his soul. Rise up. Rise up. So First Thessalonians chapter 5, what does it say in verse 16? Be joyful always. Verse 17. Is that, that's a pretty short verse, isn't it? Be joyful always. Verse over. Just think about that for a second. Be joyful always. Look, let's take account again. We're talking about assessing our prayer life. How are you praying? What things are you praying? Is this lining up to the way that you should be praying according to Scripture? 
Or is it all about yourself? Are you always dealing with your own needs? Have you got so many mountains in front of you that you can't even get to the place to pray for the needs of others? I really believe that sometimes the greatest way to see victory is in your life is how you invest in the breakthrough in the lives of others. So if you're so focused on yourself trying to get your breakthrough, you know, that's why, what did we talk about in John chapter 15? If you obey my, my commands, you will experience the love of God. But also, we have got to love others. Are we dealing with forgiveness? Are we coming before his throne and repenting of our sins? Are we checking our hearts before the Father? Do you have something that you need to deal with with a brother? Then pause, go and deal with that. Are you in unforgiveness? Now, I'm not saying that just because you're in a situation with a brother, you don't have to go phoning people up because you're in a situation. You know, the question is, what's going on in your heart? How's your heart in the midst of how you deal with relationships, how you deal with problems? So it doesn't mean that you just have to go on this phone around, you know, uh, you know, I forgive you, I forgive you. The question is, you know the heart. How's your heart? With another, If you genuinely have unforgiveness and you have not been dealing right with your brother then, or sister, then you need to call them up and get that right. But if you're just sensing that your attitude towards someone's not right, you don't have to call them up and talk to them about that. You just take that to the Father and say, yeah, I want to bring this to the Father. So be joyful always, verse 17, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. Pray continually. Give thanks on all circumstances, for this is Elohim's will for you in Yeshua the Messiah. Don't put out the Spirit's fire. Don't treat prophecies with content. Test everything. Hold on to the good. Avoid all kinds of evil. Hallelujah. So what are we seeing in the midst of this? Give thanks in all circumstances. Well... You don't know my circumstances. You don't know what I... Look, let me explain this to you. You have to walk by faith. You want to see victory in prayer? Then walk by faith. You're not there yet in the midst of what you're going through? You think this mountain's too big for you? Then take some time to meditate on the Word before you pray. Get the Word in you. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. You know, you don't, you know, look, we can receive the gift of faith as well. We can walk in the gift of faith. But how does that gift of faith manifest? I don't know anyone that's walking with the gift of faith that's not full of the word. You've got to be full of the word. Or you can't operate in the gift of faith. You can only prophesy in line with your faith. So where's your faith level? Where are you at today where do we stand so rejoice always pray without ceasing let's give thanks in all circumstances so these are key things that are important in our prayer life you know this is the will of elohim in yeshua the messiah let's not be those who are doing what <laughs> what does it say it says um uh, do not put out the Spirit's fire. Well, you know, what's another way of dealing with that? Don't put out the Spirit's fire. Don't quench the Spirit. Whenever his ministry is stifled in an individual, 
you know, we're quenching the Spirit. We don't want to stifle the work of the Spirit. Are you doing that in your prayer life? Come on. Now we're talking. You know, look, this is about growth. This is about growing in Him. I challenge myself with this word continually too. I want to be in the right heart in how I function. I want to deal with that, you know. We've got to check our heart in all the things that we are doing, okay, and how we are responding. Don't put out what? The Spirit's fire. <clears throat> Test everything. Don't treat prophecies as if, oh, that's not important. I'm not going to stand on that prophecy. No, let's be those who are pressing in. So what are we What are we saying? We're talking about dealing with our attitude. Do we have a gratitude attitude in the midst of the things that we are doing? Esther in Australia, welcome. Thanks for joining with us. Good morning. Hope you're doing well today. It's probably... What is it? Six o'clock in the morning or something? Five o'clock in the morning? Your time. Thanks for joining us this early. Thank you, Father. In James chapter 15, um, let's just read. Uh, what should we read here? You know, we talk about if you're sick, call on the elders. You know, we deal with those things. If anyone's in trouble, he should praise. Anyone happy, let him sing songs of praise. Is any one of you sick? He should call the elders of the assembly to pray over him and anoint him with oil in the name of Yeshua the Messiah. Now, look, you know, what have I taught? It's free fairly in the morning. Wow. Well, thanks for joining with us this early, Esther, in Australia. Hallelujah. What's it saying here? You know, one of the things we've talked about on the importance of our prayer life, we should be building ourselves up in the place of prayer, if there is something you're going through physically, if there's something you're going through in your life, we should become trained in how to be overcomers personally. But if you're in a situation where you need the help of others, you need to call the elders of the assembly, then you call in the reinforcements for breakthrough. Listen, when I was going through my heart issues last year, uh, the virus in my heart, you know, there was so many people that decided when I was praying and fasting for strength and for victory, so many people all over the world started praying and fasting as well on behalf of my deliverance and, and breakthrough in health. So we need each other, but we also have to be strong. Don't just rely on the prayers of others, but let's become a powerhouse of prayer. Let's become a powerhouse of victory, of breakthrough, so we can be effective in standing in the prayer with the prayers of others. But verse 15, it says, The prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well. So what are we talking about here? Every time we're dealing with prayer, we're also dealing with faith. Do you believe what you ask for? For you will receive, if you believe, you will receive whatever you ask for in prayer. That's in the book of Matthew. Uh, Matthews, I'm trying to think what verse it is. Uh, 21, isn't it? Um, yeah, that will come to me in a second. Hold on. Yeah, we'll come back to that in a second. If you, uh, 22, if you, or 20, yeah, it is Matthew 21. If you believe, you will receive whatever you ask for in prayer. Let's just go there. Don't you hate it when you... You get that word and you think, what is that word? Is it right? Have I got the right verse? Uh, 
Do, 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 do. I'll have to come back to it. Look at that, huh? I was reading it today. Uh-huh. Oh, don't you hate that when that happens, huh? Anyway, we'll come back to that scripture in a minute. If you uh, if you believe you will receive whatever you ask for in prayer. Someone someone put on the text what scripture that is in Matthew. I thought it was Matthew 21. Huh. Yeah, it is Matthew 21. Where is it? If you believe you yeah, 21 22. If you believe you'll receive whatever you ask for in prayer. That's the cursing of the fig tree as well uh, from the other verse we read it in Mark. Okay. So we've got to believe, we want to believe that we will receive. So we're talking in verse 15 of James chapter 5, verse 15. And the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well. So let's build our faith to be effective in prayer. I expect when we pray for the sick, when we pray for the needs of those in our community, as we're pressing in today, I expect signs and wonders and miracles to happen because I am building my faith through the Word and I'm pressing in and I have confidence in the Spirit to see victory and together we all want to walk in this. Thanks guys for giving me that scripture. Matthew 21, 22. Excellent. Yeah. So what does it say? Verse 16. Therefore confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of the righteous man is powerful and effective. Hallelujah. The prayer of a righteous man is powerful and effective. So we just want to release right now victory in prayer. That's what we're proclaiming tonight. That's what we are standing on today. Elijah was a man just like us. He prayed earnestly that it would not rain, and it did not rain in his land. And for three and a half years, that's how long it was for. Again, he prayed, and the heavens gave rain, and the earth produced its crops. Hallelujah. What did he do? He prayed earnestly. That's why over this COVID-19, over this uh, so-called uh, pandemic that we are facing with lockdown across the nations. Listen, let me tell you something. We can pray earnestly against this COVID-19. Are you praying against this every day? Are you praying against it over your town, over your city, over your community, over your nation, over your family? <clears throat> we are called to pray against this. It will not affect me in Yeshua's name. We press in in Yeshua's name. We proclaim the victory. We are not going to be overcome by this virus in Yeshua's name. We stand in the gap, just like Elijah. He was a man just like us. Isn't that interesting how that opens up? He's a man just like us. He, he prayed earnestly. It didn't rain for three and a half years. I'm telling you, come on, let's rise up. Where are the modern-day prophets proclaiming his word, bringing victory and deliverance for such a time as this? We speak forth the victory of Yeshua. Hallelujah. We get involved in prayer, but we also involve Yeshua in prayer. And that's what I love uh, you know, about the book of Hebrews, it opens up the high priest who Yeshua is. But uh, let's just read, um, where is the verse? Um, 
about our mediator. It's in uh, Timothy. Um, let's just find where it is. Um, For there is one Elohim, verse 5, uh, 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 5. For there is one Elohim and one mediator between Elohim and man, and that's Yeshua the Messiah. He gave himself as a ransom for all men, the testimony given in its proper time. And for this purpose I was appointed a herald and an apostle. I am telling the truth. I'm not lying. Um and a teacher of the true faith to the nations. I want men everywhere to lift up holy hands in what? In prayer um, without anger or um, disputing. So here we're saying he wants everyone to lift up holy hands in prayer. We've got to get to that place where we are doing what? Where we are bringing our requests before the Father. If we go back and read the beginning of this chapter, I urge you then, first of all, that uh, requests and prayers and intercession and thanksgiving be made for everyone. And this is what you know we're focusing on today, is we're focusing on, Let's expand our prayer life. Let's look at the scope of how we are praying. And let's let's get to the place where we are actively, every one of us, oh, don't just tell me, well, I'm just, you know, I'm not an intercessor. You know, Joey over there, he's an intercessor. You know, Mavis, she's an intercessor. You know, we all know people who are intercessors. But come on, we've got to take action and how we start applying our prayer life to be more effective. Do you want the testimonies of signs and wonders and miracles? Do you want the testimonies of transformed life, seeing marriages coming back together, seeing the Father move mightily within our community? Are we interceding for the lost? Come on. Then what are we doing? We are getting to the place that we are bringing forth our requests, our prayers, our intercession, our thanksgiving being made for everyone. Come on, let's stand in the gap for our brothers and sisters. Let's stand in the gap for the assembly of Yehovah. Don't just sit out there in your own little island. Let's press in. Father, we pray for the needs of the brokenhearted in our communities. We pray that you will use us to be effective for your kingdom for such a time as this. Hallelujah. Oh, I'm blessed. I'm encouraged with this word. For kings, verse 2, and all those in authority, pray for kings and all those in authority, that we may live peacefully and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness. This is good uh, and pleases Elohim, our Savior, who wants all men to be saved. So let's pray for salvation. Pray for our leaders. Let's come together corporately and see the victory of Yehovah together. Uh, yes, Esther says, Amen. Corporate prayer works. Yeah, it does. Yes, it does. We stand in the gap together to make a difference for his name's sake. Hallelujah. For there is one Elohim. This is verse 5 of, of 1 Timothy chapter 2. There is one Elohim and one mediator between Elohim and man. And that's Yeshua, the Messiah. Yeshua, we need you. We come before you right now, Yeshua, and we ask you to, to equip us, teach us how to pray. 
Teach us how to minister. First, we hallowed your name. We lift up your name. We proclaim your kingdom. We need the rule of heaven to be effective, to bring transformation in our generation. Hallelujah. Well, you know, Matthew chapter 6, you know, verse 9, that's where we see the Lord's prayer that's spoken out. And I just encourage you that uh, we will pray that over our lives. But, uh, you know, Luke chapter 11, that's another good scripture to look at there. And Luke chapter 11. Um, yeah, let, let's just look at this. Uh, you know, this is where we deal with the Lord's Prayer in Luke chapter 11. But I like how Yeshua expands on it in verse 5. Then he said to them, Suppose one of you has a friend, and he goes to him at midnight and says, Friend, lend me three loaves of bread, because a friend of mine on a journey has come to me, and I have nothing to set before him. Then the one inside answers, Don't bother me. The door is already locked, and my children are with me in bed. I can't get up and give you anything. I tell you, though he <laughs> though he will not get up and give him the bread because he is his friend, yet because the man's boldness, because of his boldness, he will get up and give him as much as he needs. So I say to you, ask and it will be given. Seek and you will find. Knock and the doors will be open. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds, and to him who knocks the door will be open. Which of you fathers, if your son asks for a fish, will give him a snake instead? Or if he asks for an egg, will give him a scorpion? If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit? to those who ask. Why do we need the Holy Spirit? Because the Holy Spirit will teach us how to pray. He will be our counselor. You know, you don't have because you don't ask. Ask and it will be given and your joy will be complete. We need to ask, we need to seek, and we need to knock. Where is the boldness within our lives, within our prayer lives? So my encouragement today is let's rise up. Let's be everything that the Father has called us to be. I want you to get to that place of confidence. So the foundational scripture for today is found in uh, uh, Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16. Let us then approach the throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. So I just want to release faith over your life right now. I speak the victory in Yeshua over no matter what you're facing. Listen, yes, in the midst of crisis, we are coming together with a spirit of joy rejoicing. Oh, brother, how can you be doing devotionals and speaking about joy when so many people are going through tough times, when people are losing family members, when people are are stressed out and faced with challenges, they're losing jobs, or they're, you know, losses all around us. Why, why are you so happy? Well, I'm not uh, taking away from what's going on in the world. I'm not taking away from the hurts and the pain. 
you know, when those who are mourning, we will mourn with you as you mourn. Those who are rejoicing, we will rejoice with you as you rejoice. But we are coming with thanksgiving, even in the midst of crisis, even in the midst where devastation is happening all around us. We will pray just like Elijah prays, and we speak to COVID-19. Go in Yeshua's name. Get away from our doors. Get away from our families. Get away from our lives. We're going to walk by faith and not by sight. We're going to live in the Spirit. Yeshua is our mediator. He is standing, interceding for us. There's no better person to be praying for us than the Messiah himself who shed his blood for us so we can walk in freedom. So we speak right now victory in Messiah over all crises that we face. Be it health, emotional, uh, job, finances. We say restoration over finances. We say, Father, make a way. So many of us are facing financial challenges because of this pandemic. And we release the blessings and favor of Yehovah over all of our lives in Yeshua's name. That we are called in the kingdom economy today. So we release the kingdom econ- economy over our lives today. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. So if you are struggling, I'm going to pray for the sick right now. I want to encourage you, place your hands on the part of the body where you're sick, and we're just going to come together in a prayer of agreement. Now, I'm saying agreement. I'm expecting you to be vocal even over your own health. So place your hands on the part of the body where you're sick, and let's pray Not individually. Let's pray together, corporately. Father, we pray for every sick person tonight that's listening to this podcast, that's watching on one of our feeds. We just release the healing power of Yeshua. And just as B walked in victory because the body of Messiah came around her and lifted her up, that she has the victory of healing today. And we rejoice with her. And we also pray over those who are sick. We say, be supernaturally healed right now in Yeshua's name. We thank you, Father, that you have answered our prayer before we even pray. You know what our needs are. We release healing By his stripes we are healed. We release the healing power of Yeshua over every one of our lives. Father, I thank you. You're a God who meets our needs so that we can meet the needs of others. So we don't just come and ask for our needs to be met. Father, we ask that you will pour out your abundance. We ask for prosperity in our lives, in our ministries, in our work, so that we can be effective to bring change to this generation. So we just release the outpouring of your Spirit. We ask for provision. We ask, Father, for the wisdom of Yehovah in the decisions that we have to make. We pray for those that are seeking jobs. Father, that you will grant great jobs incredible jobs, that you will open doors by divine appointment and holy assignment. We just release the the blessings of Yehovah. We pray right now for Solomon, who's just joined us on YouTube. Father, we stand in the gap with him as he is on this battle to get off all forms of pharmacia. We thank you for his life. We just speak protection over him right now. And we thank you, Father, that you are taking him on this journey to release him from these powerful drugs that are controlling him. And we just speak uh, peace over his mind. We speak rest over his body. 
And we say to his body, you come in line by the Spirit and no anxiety, no anxiousness over Solomon tonight. We just release the healing power of Yeshua over his life. We thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Kora masita kahasa. No plague can come near our dwelling. That's right, Russell. We stand on the gap. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We worship you, Yeshua. So listen, be blessed and encouraged. I want to thank you for joining with me today. Let's get into that place of confidence. Don't just stop right now. You know, don't stop right now. Come on. Let's make some notes on our prayer life and how we are in communication with Yeshua. Are we uh, are we giving in prayer for the needs of others? Are you interceding? Come on. Take some time to think about more than just who we are and let's start pressing forward into the lives of others. I want to thank you for watching. Hope you're blessed and encouraged with the message tonight. If you want to share in the outpouring of the things that we do in the ministry, you can go to bulldozeoffaith.com. You can support the ministry and the work that we do. We are pressing in and asking the Father for more partners to intercede and stand with us so we can be more effective. We are pouring all our money into next door for what we are doing as we prepare to bring uh, those that are dealing with domestic abuse and violence. Keep standing with us. Every day we're working on it. Every day we're pressing forward. But we're going to have it as a portal that brings forth the victory in Yeshua. This is not just some welfare connection with the government. No, this is going to be covered with the right people done right so we can minister the love of Yeshua into the brokenhearted. We are not going to be controlled or told how we can minister to people. We need to bring Messiah to people's lives here in the land of Israel. And we will stand in the gap. So we say, Father, we release the provision. We release everything that's needed. We pray that you prepare the road for the staff that we need. We pray, Father, that you prepare the people who will come to our center. Father, we ask that you give us divine appointment and assignment to put people in this property that are in need. And we worship you. Hallelujah. We worship you. I thank you, Father, for every person that joins with us on a daily basis. Father, I thank you for the community that you are gathering around us, that we can fellowship together. We pray, Father, that we can sow this word into more lives, that you can show us who needs this word today, who needs thankfulness, who needs thanksgiving within their heart in the midst of their trauma and the tough times that they're going through. So we ask you, Father, use this word for the expansion of your kingdom. All right, guys, I want to thank you for watching. It has been a blessing to be with you today. I can't wait till tomorrow to see what the Father is going to do. If you're at the start of your day or in the middle of your day, enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy walking in the Spirit and living by faith with a prayerful heart. I want to thank you for watching. Until next time, shalom, shalom.